Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I am so excited to have you here for another great chat. I wanted to have a talk with you today about external environment because who we surround ourselves with, what we surround ourselves with, and how the surroundings we're in make us feel is super important and has a big effect on our mental health. So I hope you've got your favorite drink with you, that you're cozied up on the couch, If you're out and about, you've got your headphones in, so we're one-on-one. And if you're doing any errands and chores, you are tuned in. Because this is going to be a good chat. We are going to learn through this talk, I think, whether we are letting our external environment help us or hurt us. Let's dive in and we'll learn all about external environment together. We all know what we think about ourselves how we speak about and to ourselves matters. That has a huge impact on all of our mental health. But there are many other things that affect it. That includes what kind of music you listen to, what type of people you associate with, what books you read, how you feel in the space you live or work, what you allow others to tell you about yourself or how you allow others to treat you. There's a lot of factors here. I'd like to break it down into three categories so that the three main categories of external environment we most consistently experience, we can dive into a little bit deeper. So let's do this, friends. Let's start with who you surround yourself and associate with. The people in your life, in your real, actual, physical, day-to-day life. Family, friends, co-workers, spouses, all of that. How you allow them to treat you. How you allow them to talk to you, support you, respect you. That all not only matters in having a solid relationship with said person, but it matters in the sense of are you allowing that to be good for your mental health and for you, or are you allowing the way somebody's treating and talking to you to hurt you, to bring you down? No matter what kind of relationship it is, the people that you are allowing into your real personal life need to 
properly be there for you and support you. You should do the same for them, of course, but if they are not doing this for you, then this is what I would suggest. If you have to, set harder boundaries with people who are not benefiting you, who are not treating you as well as they should or supporting you in the ways that you have asked them to and they're just not doing it. Now, if it's a matter of you maybe have not communicated what you need from them, communicate to that. If you have though, and they are just not there for you, but they say they care, that they love you, then maybe harder boundaries are necessary. What that looks like for you is what that looks like for you. But do not be scared to set whatever boundaries you need to with a person and be strict about them. Your mental health matters. And if somebody says that they love you, that they care about you, but they're not doing things that support you in your mental health, then there need to be boundaries. If boundaries are talked about, especially again and again, you make them loud and clear and they're just not respected, maybe, regardless of what kind of relationship you have with a person, it's time to consider distancing yourself or if you need to, cutting them out for a while. It's hard when you really love and care about someone to do things like this But every single one of us who are on this earth are on it for a reason. There is a purpose that we are here to fulfill. We all matter. Whether everybody sees that or not, which too many people don't, we all do matter. So if you, regardless of the relationship you have with somebody, are finding a person is not doing what they should for you, what you know they could for you, then boundaries, distancing yourself, or time away. It may be necessary, and it may, in the long run, do you better than you fear it is actually going to. What you surround yourself with also matters. I'm talking podcasts, who you follow on social media, books, what movies and shows you choose to watch, all of that type of stuff. That is all super important. If you want to go a certain place in life, are you going to get to that place more likely by following people who are inspiring you to go for your goals and are a couple steps ahead so you have ideas of how you can get there? Or are you going to follow people who keep saying, maybe one day, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll go for whatever goals I have, and never reach them so that you feel uninspired and never go for yours too. You understand what I mean, right? How you want to feel, you can intentionally make sure you're feeling that way. Listen to the upbeat songs that are super empowering as well. Listen to the podcasts that light a little fire under your booty and get you going or whatever it may be. It doesn't matter who you want to be or what you want to go for or how you want to feel in life. But make sure that whatever those things you are, you want, however it is you want to feel and however you want to show up in the world daily for yourself and others, 
make sure you're consuming different content that is aligned with that because that is how you're going to get there that is how you're going to learn different steps tips and tricks on how to get to those places and be the person that you want to be if you want to constantly grow and evolve but you're following people who pull the I'm just the way I am stuff that's not exactly going to help you right so who you're following what kind of books you're reading what music you listen to what kind of live events you go to when people are doing talks and motivational speaking things like that that all matters that can all have a big effect on our mental health how we show up for ourselves how we feel about let me give you a couple examples I deal with anxiety and depression and I could choose to follow people who are not doing anything to help themselves and who just kind of sit in it allow themselves to feel that way or I can do what I do follow people who are therapists who have been through it and have done a lot of internal work and reflecting to get to a better place and I am learning tips and tricks through not just therapy but through the people I follow on social media who are open about what they've been through and who are therapists that can help how to cope with my own mental illnesses. But like I said, if I were to instead follow people who aren't doing anything to help themselves and sitting in a what was me scenario, I probably wouldn't be doing all this work to help myself because I wouldn't be following the right people. I wouldn't have the right resources. You understand what I mean, right? I hope so. I can get a little squirrely brain, but I hope. Another good example is what I read. I make sure that I read self-help books, even though I do like recreational reading, because learning from other people's stories, learning different ways people have come out of certain obstacles, circumstances, tragic and traumatic experiences is helpful to me. It's a reminder that I can get through hard things too. It's a good reminder that, hey, you have gotten through hard things too. It's really easy to follow the right people, listen to the right music, listen to podcasts that make you feel however you want to feel that really get your heart going, the fire when you lit up. It's really easy to make sure that you're reading the books that are inspiring to you, that are helping you learn something, that are making you feel however you want to feel, that are allowing you to reflect and grow. So just be intentional about that. That simple. That's what I started doing when I finally realized I was listening to things, reading things, and doing things that weren't necessarily conducive to where I wanted to go and who I wanted to become. Finally, I'd like to talk about friends, the environment itself that you put yourself in. I don't just mean where you live and work, although those are the two most important. Even when you're going to a coffee shop, when you're going grocery shopping, 
when you're going to a bookstore? Are you going to go to places that are dreary, that don't have happy people, customers, cashiers there, whatever it may be, and where it's maybe not clean, it's just not the happiest vibe, or are you going to choose places that are clean, that are well taken care of, that are well lit, where the people are friendly and helpful, etc., right? It all matters. It really does all matter. It really does affect our mental health. So, if that's not something you keep in mind when you're going out places, maybe it is. Or maybe, if you want to test my theory, the next time you're doing something, or the next two times rather, go to a place, say a gym, a grocery store, whatever it may be, that maybe is a little bit more dreary. The people don't seem so nice. See how you feel. And then the next time, go to a different gym or grocery store or whatever place you pick. Well lit, nice people, friendly staff. See how you feel. Right? If you do something like this to test my theory, please tell me what you're... Because while I know this may sound crazy. I understand how to some people it sounds a little wild. It is true. No matter where you're going, what kind of environment you're putting yourself into matters. It has an effect on how you feel, like your actual vibe and aura, and it can have an effect on your mental health. Our mental health is super, super freaking important. And our brains, they're freaking sensitive. We got to take care of these when it comes to your home or office slash workspace. If you have one that you can design and decorate yourself, how you feel in that space is super freaking important. Not just in regards to productivity, but in regards to how you feel, in regards to your mental health. Are you living and if you can decorate spaces yourself or design them yourself, working in spaces that are conducive to how you want to feel, how organized you want to be, what you want to achieve, how organized maybe you want to be, or is it doing the exact opposite and making it harder for you to be and do those? Let me give you a personal example. When we moved in to the apartment we're in now, there was an accent wall downstairs in the kitchen that was red. Not even like a nice dark red, like a burgundy that I could work with. A bright, ugly red. The exact type of bright, ugly red that had been in the kitchen, the full kitchen of an ex who I'd been with for six years, turned out to be a narcissist. The relationship went downhill. Things went really bad. So, if you haven't figured it out already, what that one small accent wall did was unfortunately bring back memories, bring back some really anxious, negative feelings. And unfortunately, you can't always control that things like that are going to happen when you're in certain rooms with certain colors or you hear a certain song or whatever it may be because triggers are triggers. 
we don't always know where, when, how we're going to be triggered by things. And so needless to say, that red wall is gone. It is now the beautiful shade called Lux by Benjamin Moore. And it looks fantastic. It's a much more calming color. When I walk down and I see the blue accent wall now, no bad memories, no anxious feelings. And that is a wonderful feeling. Also, the first few months of being in this new apartment, my room was white. Super boring white, no creativity to it, no color, no fun patterns or texture, nothing. And so I brought that all in, and now I am suddenly full of far more creativity, and I am way happier to spend time in my room. Because it feels like an oasis. It's an organized, colorful, clean space that makes me feel how I want to feel, helps keep me organized, and brings out creativity in me. It's not just a boring, ugly space where no creativity can grow from and you just feel I also would like to talk about small spaces quickly because I know a lot of people are in them, including my mom, brother, and I. We have a nice apartment, but it's not a massive apartment by any means. What you can do to make your space feel bigger than it is. One, make sure curtains are easy to open so that whatever natural light you can get, you can easily get during the day. A mirror or two, maybe three or four, however many you want. Mirrors and the reflections from them can help make spaces feel bigger. Also, what wall color you're choosing, what colors you're putting into the rest of your room via furniture, throw pillows, bedding, the actual curtains, different things like that, it all matters. Make sure they are conducive to how you wanna feel, but that the colors are not dark and making you feel down, but that they are the right colors, right shades. They're making you feel how you wanna feel and they're helping make the space feel bigger. Also, or finally, I should say, friends. When it comes to furniture, if you're in a smaller space, choose smaller pieces, but that are multi-functional. For example, my bed. It is also my closet because I have a platform bed, so there are drawers underneath where my clothes stay. I don't have the most space to have a specific drawer or an armoire. So I needed to do something like that to make sure I had a good amount of floor space still. You see what I mean? I'm an actual certified designer, so I get a little into this and get lost in thought. I'm gonna reel myself back in now. I hope you're getting the idea though. Who you surround yourself with, what content and information media, music, all that stuff you take in and how spaces you're in make you feel. It is really all super, super important to our mental health. It really, really is. So please, try to make sure you are setting yourself up for success by having a strong, 
positive external environment. Whether it be what you read, what you listen to, who you speak to, what movies you listen to, where you hang out on your days off, what coffee shops you visit, libraries you visit, what your home looks and feels like. Make sure you have a strong external environment. There are going to be days where you don't want to show up for yourself, where it's hard. It feels impossible to show up for yourself, to do the hard work, to grow, whatever it may be. So make sure you have an external environment that is going to be conducive to helping you, not just in your good times, but in those bad times. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to lift you up, pick you up, be your strength if needed when you're going through a hard time. Listen to podcasts that are going to empower you if that's how you want to feel, not drained and depressed and make you feel like you're not worthy. You get what I mean. I'm going to stop there before I get too passionate. But seriously, your external environment is super, super important to your mental health. So make sure that what you consume, who you associate with, where you go, is supportive of your mental health is helpful to it, not harming it. I know we're all busy and I don't want to take up too much of your time, so I'm going to end this with an important reminder for you. Your external environment directly impacts your internal state. Do not forget that. You deserve a solid, positive, external environment. So make sure that's what you set yourself up with. I am so, so grateful to know you, to be connected with you, and I am so proud of all that you're doing. I'm so grateful to have you here. I cannot wait to be back with you next week, having another great chat. I will talk to and connect with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.